Hey guys, so uh, Brian here. Hey, I just uh, wanted to kind of do a real quick, uh, you know, review and kind of a book review of this book. Uh, it's a second book in the series uh, by the author uh, David Wilcoxon. Um, and the, um, I, if you haven't seen it yet, I had a, a previous blog post uh, on biblical-discernment.com uh, the, the, on, the, on there. And a recording also on this on a on this podcast channel as well uh, on the first book and that was on the 70th, 70th week of Daniel uh, decoded book. Uh, so if you haven't uh, seen that uh, post, I, I recommend going through that as well, just for kind of an overview. And also if you if you haven't gotten in the series yet and you want to, I would start there first. Go you know go go to that first book in the series. And start there if you're able to purchase the book on Amazon uh, or the Kindle is also an option on there. And then plus I'll put some links in the blog post uh, from the author's website uh, that he's got some uh, free information as well about this. But I think this is a great topic right now. I think it's very timely uh, because there's been you know so many lies and uh, just bad interpretations of prophecy. Uh, with you know, the modern day preachers, if you will. And I think it's so it's just really important. And as believers, we are to continually uh, renew our mind, right? We're, we, ha- we need to continually renew that. And when we're talking about strongholds, a lot of the false teachers today, you know, want to make it sound like it's a demonic, you know, demonic stronghold, whatever. But in reality, it's the scripture teaches that it's of the mind. Strongholds are traditions of men. It's doctrines of demons. So it's doctrines. Don't we can't forget that part of it? Okay, it's not just demonic activity per se. No, it's it's doctrines of demons. Okay, so and I've got a post uh, quite a while back. And I, you know, I posted one regarding strongholds as well. So if, that, if that's something you want to look into, uh, you know, uh, you know, please look into that as well because that's really a whole other topic. But uh, the reason I'm saying that is because I think, you know, the author, I feel like, does a really good job of, you know, he, he repeating some things, some scriptures over and over again and kind of going back and, you know, and has quite a bit of uh, resources, especially in the second book. I like there was a lot of resources in terms of like Josephus and, and just history in general uh, and some of the, the previous uh, going back to some of the uh, almost like the forefathers, if you will, of, 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 uh, of Christianity even. And stuff, and so, and we kind of see that you know some of the forefathers had some really good uh, you know doctrines, if you will, that's been corrupted over time. It doesn't mean they were 100% correct either, uh, but you know there there are some that's definitely been corrupted in terms of prophecy fulfillment. And in some ways, it kind of makes sense just the fact that you know we're so far removed from the times of 66 to 70 A.D. where the destruction of Jerusalem is. Okay, and so, but as I'm reading this book, I found myself also wanting to get into Josephus, and so I, I and I had a small uh, book on just the destruction of Jerusalem, uh, part of Josephus, and I actually read through that as well uh, recently, just to kind of, you know, have the full kind of that full grasp of, of of exactly what it was like, and it's, I mean, it really was the Great Tribulation. So once you get into that part of it, I think it, it, it kind of makes you realize. Uh, just how bad it was. I mean, they were totally surrounded. Uh, they, you know, if they went out, if they tried to run out to the Romans, they're 
very possibly going to be crucified or worse or even gutted because uh, some some of the Israelites at the time, you know, they would uh, swallow gold uh, in order to avoid it from getting stolen from the people from within Jerusalem that were they were basically being overrun by tyrants uh, that were that were running overrunning them and false prophets at the time. But people would come in and steal stuff, steal their food, anything they had. It's come in and steal their possessions. So they had all this, you know, basically, uh, you know, crime within Jerusalem and uh, tyranny going on. They were starving to death as well. If they went outside, they may have been gutted by the soldiers uh, or crucified by Rome. So they uh, were really is a horrendous time, uh, even led to some uh, stories of cannibalism. Uh, you know, there was a story of a woman eating, eating her own child, actually cook, cooked her own child and ate half of it. So it's just horrendous stuff that we can't even fathom today. And, you know, I say that not to, you know, horrify anyone, but just to know that when, it, you know, when it's talking about the Great Tribulation, uh, when Messiah said that, you know, it would be the greatest tribulation ever and it will, you know, will never happen again, basically, that effect. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's speaking truth, okay? And we have to understand that. But this, the second book, all about discourse, decoded, this one's really focusing on that Matthew, uh, where it's talking about the no, that this generation won't pass away, that it literally means that generation, because this is something I've, over the years you hear disputed, uh, even among the Christian believers, that you know some you know, I, you know I've heard different things, but you know some and of course you know atheists people like that want to use this. You know this is one of them. It's kind of one of their go-to's to try to disprove the Bible as well, or try to prove that Messiah was, was a false prophet or things like that, you know, so that I could see Islam or people like that even, even go into something like this, possibly to, to try to, you know, um, you know, make him look like a false prophet or whether he wasn't Messiah. So, but this book helps you answer that. It helps you, you know, once you get the full bre- you know, breast of it and, and realize the full context of this, then it, it makes a lot more sense, okay? Also, I think another thing, I, you know, this is kind of funny because it's something I had been praying about. You know, if you ever, if you ever read scripture and, you're, you know, and then sometimes you read something, you're like, well, what does that really mean? Like, you know, sometimes you're, you know, it's like you kind of understand it, but you feel like you're missing something. Like there's got to be more to it than this. And a while back that, you know, that has happened to me over the years uh, when it's talking about the, you know, kingdom, you know, when, whenever Messiah would say the, the kingdom is near, the kingdom is at hand. You know that all that kind of stuff. I said, think, okay, but what does that really mean? Like, what, you know, uh, like you know, I, I think I think this is way back. This is like you're talking, you know, when he walked the earth. Uh, so you know, the you know, <laughs> thirty, uh, you know, was it thirty, you know, uh, uh, before you know, before Christ, whatever, when he walked the earth. It's like, so it was a long time ago, and so. But in reading this, I will say it really kind of dawned on me. There was there was a later chapter in the book. It kind of talks about the kingdom, and it really dawned on me, though. You know, I guess it kind of clicked finally that the new kingdom, you know, the new Jerusalem, basically, is all the believers collectively all over the world. Like that—that that is the new kingdom. Is—is it's you know. So basically, it's like it's not really, it's not a kingdom of of the traditional sins. And so it's kind of one of those things where you kind of like you kind of know it. You kind of hear it in some preaching here and there. You heard, you know, or something, but sometimes things just don't quite click all the way and you're like oh so the new kingdom is you know jews and non-jews it's all believers that believe by faith you know in the messiah that they you know they they, they actually believe that you know he fulfilled uh that you know the new covenant 
uh, died, you know, died on the on the tree and and was risen, and is currently at the right hand of the Father, right? So, you know, that makes up the real church, and and, and the word church is not a building; it's you know, it's actually just a it's a gathering or a group uh, of people. It's an assembly. It's a good way. I, I like assembly for that. But so, you know, it's not anything to do with the building or like that. But that's, I think, a very important key in this was understanding what the kingdom was. That, but in order to build up a kingdom, okay, a, a new kingdom, what has to happen? First, first you have to destroy the old, right? And that's exactly what we see in leading up to 70 AD when Rome destroyed it and they just and they destroyed the temple even though the, the romans when you get into this the romans you know titus was trying everything he can he was trying to save the temple they were trying to save the temple and they but it just it didn't happen they you know no matter what they no matter what he did the jews would not they would not give up uh, they wanted to keep fighting uh, the next thing you know you know they ended up setting their own temple on fire partially and then there were some also the romans some roman soldiers they were all fed up of the war at this point. So then there were some, they were throwing in fire also to stoke the fire and, and to end the, end the skirmish. So, but, uh, you know, ultimately, yeah, it led to the full destruction. Then there's also a chapter, which I think is very important because it's something that's missed a lot today, is that there's a prophecy where Messiah was talking about every every stone. There, there won't be one stone laying upon the other uh, for, the, for, that, for the temple. And... People look to the Jewish wall, right, the Wailing Wall, over there, and they assume that they, you know, they're, they're at least told that that's part of the temple, uh, but it's not true. If you look historically, uh, it's not true. That was actually a, uh, a wall that, you know, that the, of the Romans, and I can't, I can't think of the name of that building, but it was like in Antonia or something. Um, that was a Roman wall, and there were some, some things like that they left actually as a symbol of. Roman power uh, that you know say hey look you know we you know but everything else was destroyed I mean literally uprooted from the foundations it, things were uprooted so literally Messiah's prophecy was fulfilled uh, you know not only were they encircled roundabout and, and, and entrenched roundabout as the Romans did uh, they were uh, you know uh, you know killed by the sword uh, abomination desolation is, is a huge topic in this. Uh, that you got to learn, you know, that, that basically the Gentiles being in that area of the temple, even 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 in the temple, and then later, uh, towards the end of it, when they do uh, break in the temple, they also sacrifice to uh, pagan uh, gods and stuff. So uh, all that stuff leads up to all that abomination desolation. And what was interesting was learning about the first time they were surrounded, they were, they were, Rome was coming down and uh, d- destroying uh, you know the the northern part um, uh, of the whole area, right, of Judea, and um, they were kind of getting around. All of a sudden, the military just, you know, up and left, you know, for no reason. That guy, you know, I think even historically, they're not even really sure why why that happened. But that was the sign for the believers to get out to get out and then they go you know they they all go to um i think it was pella or whatever and um you know so they all flee to the mountains as messiah had told them and there's uh, and there was also you get into this there's also some very historic things that i had never heard of uh, in, in my whole walk i never heard about there's uh, josephus talks about that there was actually seen in the in the in the in the heavens in the, in the clouds they saw chariots uh, you know, in, in the cloud, they actually saw like this, this, you know, 
magical thing in the sky of chariots and stuff, you know, coming toward, basically uh, coming towards Jerusalem and stuff. Uh, so there's some like very interesting things I, I'd never heard of before when you get into this. And so I, I really recommend you, you know, like I said, get the book if you can, uh, but read through that. And uh, if you, again, if you haven't, go back to the first book first, do that one first, uh, because you know, kind of some of that follows in this one, okay? And I'm really looking forward to the third book in the series. I, I'm not sure how many books it's going to be, but the next, my understanding is the next round for the author is going to be on Revelation, uh, which was, you know, which is really big. You know, that, that Revelation's been one that I've prayed about over the years, uh, you know, trying to get a better grasp of understanding it. Because when, when, I, when I read Revelation, I, you know, I'd say over the last several years, you know, I've, I've definitely felt like, you know, I've, you know, you get to a certain point, you're like, well, this was already done. This has already been fulfilled. Like, you know, I, I just, I, and I can't, I can't think of exactly the verses, but there's a certain things you read and you're like, well, this has already happened. Like, this is all, this is all the past. This is, you know, and so, but trying to figure out where it's at. And then there's also so much prophetic language in there when it talks about the sun, moon, and stars. Uh, you know, not getting their light or falling, those kind of things. Uh, but some of this book also covers that as well. So it gets into some of that. And so I think it's uh, important to kind of get the basics there before moving on to Revelation. And so I'm excited about getting that next round of, of book or books uh, on Revelation because I think it's going to be really important uh, because we need to know, and that's why it's important today, because we need to know where we're at on, the, on, this, pro, on this prophecy timeline it's very important to know where we're at. You know, where are we? Most people think there's going to be some rapture. They're going to be raptured up, um, you know, into the clouds before some great, you know, seven-year tribulation thing. And this kind of series kind of breaks that apart and says, well, that's, you know, not necessarily. That's not what's, what's you know. So, you know, then the question becomes, though, okay, well, what are we looking at? Like, you know, what is going to be the final uh, conclusion? Now, obviously, we know there's going to be a uh, you know, great white throne judgment when, when Messiah returns, those kind of things. So, but just trying to figure out exactly where we are in Revelation. Uh, that's something even I want to study. Okay, and stuff. So, uh, and also with this series, I will say that it's motiva- motivated me to go back uh, after reading this one. My goal now is I'm going back through the Gospels. I'm going to read all through the Gospels and probably Acts uh, just to kind of with a you know with a fresh mind on some of these some of this like prophecy the kingdom language i'm really focusing on that stuff but uh i'm going to go back through and get a full view uh, and i've got some commentaries and and some uh, keyword studies in the, in the greek and stuff to you know really pronounce and, and make sure i fully understand as i go chapter by chapter uh, so i'm going to go through all of this probably starting in the book of mark you know the gospel of mark i'm gonna start there and just kind of go through and it's something it's not going to be not going to rush through it i'm just going to kind of go slowly and go through all this stuff and then we'll see uh and i may do some posts on that as well but we'll see uh so just want to encourage you all to get this uh get into this and if you have any any uh, questions or anything uh reach out to me okay all right be blessed <laughs>